Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. The show that delves into love, passion, and sexual awareness, giving you the kind of erotic topics that will stimulate your mind, body, and soul. I am Jade Bryan, your relationship and love coach, romance specialist, and your hostess for this evening. I am the founder and creator of Erotic Talk Radio, and by listening to the show, you agree that you are of legal age and that you are ready to open your consciousness to a loving, sensual, and more fulfilling you. Get ready for me to invoke your listening pleasure, because tonight I will bring to you a sensual, tantalizing episode that will captivate you. Erotic Talk Radio is not only entertaining, but it's informative, it's educational, and it's erotic. Visit us at eroticTalk.net. Like the page and join in on this erotic discussion.
Hello, hello, and welcome. Good evening. I'm so excited to have the show be on here with y'all this evening. I'm excited. I'm excited. We have been off the show, off the air for a little bit. Wanted to come into the new year and bring some powerful topics for you this evening or moving into the new year. We wanted to bring some powerful topics out there for you. So, yes, we have been in a little hiatus, but we are back. We are here. And so I'm excited to be here with you this evening, and I hope that you are ready to dive into this conversation. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give us a little, take us on a quick break just so we can, you know, everyone can come in. I see some of you coming in now, and we're going to have our co-host come in or I'm just going to be hanging out with you. But I am here, you are here, and I'm so excited. We are getting ready to open up the chat room as well. So welcome, welcome. For those of you who are listening in for the first time, you are listening to Erotic Talk Radio, where we normally give you the sweetest topics in erotic entertainment. But tonight we are going to have a different kind of show, And I will get into what that is going to be about. For some of you who have came in um, and who is in the group and have came in in the tail end of the conversations that we've been having regarding this topic, um, we are talking about this sexual uh, trauma that this woman is going through and sexual trauma that we normally go through as women, but we wanted to get into what is it that the men go through as far as feeling like they haven't been the one that feels like they have forced you? If they feel like, I'm just, I'm just telling her I'm interested, I'm, I'm wanting to be with her, and she thinks that I have forced her. When does it become forced if he's physically not forcing you, if he's just verbalizing his interest in being intimate with you? So this is what we're going to be discussing this evening. My my uh, co-host is in the building, so we must get we might as well go ahead and get started. <laughs> so let me give you the few ways that you can come in and hang out with us before we continue. Um, first, for those of those of you who are listening in for the first time, I'm your hostess, Wound uh, Goddess Jade, and I have uh, my co-host. Brother James in the building with us this evening. Hey, Brother James, how are you? Okay, okay, okay. I'm hoping that you hear me. I have your mic on. We're going to try this again. We're going to try this again. This is where we might need to go into commercial break because I feel like um, looks like we're having a technical difficulty with this, with bringing you in but you should be pulling through. In a second, I'm thinking, Brother James, but I do have your mic on. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to have to um, try to restart it and get you in. Um, So, yes, I want to give you guys, while we're waiting to see if he's going to get in or do I need to pull it out and and try to turn your mic back on, um, you can call in at 718-766-4008. That is um, how you can get a hold of us, or you can visit us in the chat room at blogtalkradio.com forward slash erotic talk radio. The um, chat room is opening up now. And I don't know, you guys, this is another reason why we kind of was a little delayed because we were having a few technical difficulties. Some, some of the few times that we 
we did um, come on or that was our intention to come on. But we decided we're going to take a break and we're going to get some goody good conversation going for you. So let me just dive into what the conversation is all about, okay? So tonight's conversation, we are going to be talking about um, – one second, y'all. One second. I'm trying to get him in. I am trying to get him in. I am multitasking, y'all, trying to trying to get Brother James into um, his mic working as well as telling you guys what this um, topic is about. So let me just say to you, this I'm get, I have a warning on the description, and I'm going to tell y'all, tonight's episode may be emotional for some of you, okay? And, and the reason is, is because tonight we're going to be getting into something a little different than we normally get into. You know, we're always discussing that juicy, yummy kind of conversation. We're talking about something on a high level of passion, love, and intimacy. And, of course, we give you a little entertainment with that as well. But tonight we're going to be doing something a little different. Tonight we're going to be talking about dealing with sexual trauma or blockages to the sacred sex center. And in order to uh, regain your sexual power, we like to tell you, you know, even though we have these discussions that, that are so juicy and yummy, as I always tell you guys, you know what, sometimes we have to peel back those layers just to, you know, uncover what has brought us into that traumatic state so that we can cleanse and clear and heal. And sometimes that may be you coming on and saying anonymously, this is what's going on, or calling me and, and booking an appointment and talking to me one-on-one, however you choose to do that. Or if you want to sit on a counselor's couch and talk to them, there are ways that you can lift and pull that out and then maybe going to a Reiki or someone that can clear and cleanse energetically as well as someone who is uh, physically helping you and guiding you to clear yourself of that so that you can be bring you back into that, that mojo, you know, your, your sexual gratification, um, you know, the feeling of not feeling shamed after um, dealing with a sexual traumatic experience like that. Um, so we want to embrace you and welcome you to come in and call in if you like. You can even share your thoughts on tonight's topic. Um, this is what I'm going to do, though. I'm going to give you a moment to come in. And we're going to get Brother James with us, and we're going to take a short break. Now, this is the Rider Talk Radio, and we're talking about traumatic topic we're going to have here tonight. This is going to be um, this is going to be a great topic. This is going to be a powerful topic. So I don't, you know, I'm I still got the juicy yummy songs for you though. Okay, so I'm getting ready to play Kim. If it's love, I hope you enjoy. We'll be right back after this. Hi, Jay. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can hear you. And listen, you know what? I'm so sorry. Let me apologize to let us apologize to everyone because we are going through a technical difficulty. And I will tell you this. I think that in a second we're going to have, just like you, your mic just came on, I'm clicking and clicking to get your mic on. I'm clicking to get the music on. And I see the countdown for the music coming on. So I've turned the volume down, but the music might end up playing. 
it has a mind of its own to switch for this evening. So we, we just want to apologize. But we want to have a powerful show this evening. Let's That's get right. into it. Brother James, listen, I just want to share, this was a topic that me and you had discussed that you had brought to my attention because I didn't know about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's good stuff, you know what I mean? It's being talked about, you know, like in a lot of different circles. So it's important, you know, especially with everything going on now. You know, I think uh, the topic and understanding, uh, you know, you know, sexual trauma, and then you know, consent and 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 you know, rules, so to speak, in the bedroom. What what should I do? What should I do? What should I say? What should I say? I think that's kind of one of those important things that we got to discuss for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So if um. If you haven't gotten the information, for those of you who are wondering what we're talking about, apparently actor, comedian, and filmmaker, I.D., and I hope that I'm pronouncing his name right, I.D. is male, and, and sorry, and sorry, is being yeah, accused. Is, um, is that how you say it? I'm hoping that I'm saying I'm not, you know, brutalizing yeah, me too. I think it's a, a Z and sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a Z and sorry. Okay. Okay. Um <clears throat> So he's being accused of sexually abusing, um, raping, no, not raping, he's sexually abusing. It's a lot that he's being accused of for, for oral sex. Uh, that's what I'm surprised of. But he's being accused yeah. of um, molestation, abuse, sexual abuse, um, sex trauma, and some other things that he's being accused of. And um, according to the woman who at first, her name is Grace, and she's 23 years old, and apparently she at first was, did not want to be identified. She wanted to be anonymous. So at, my thing was like, okay, you're, you're putting this out there. I understand being anonymous, but eventually someone is going to talk. Someone is going to put it out there that, hey, this is you, you know, um, and, and you're going to get out there because of his fame. So, yeah, we have to talk about this because I'm really, really kind of torn with this topic. I am. I am. Mm-hmm. And um, Did you, Were you able to read the I, story? Did you read her, her statement or able, whatnot? I was able to read some of the story. Now, I did not read her statement, but mm-hmm. what I did see is that they, went on, they had an event that they, uh, apparently they, they, I don't know, it was a red carpet event that they met up at with, Mm-hmm. Um, each other there or met each other there. Um, right. And about a week later, or a week or two later, they had dinner. The date right. um, continued, and Azari's, uh, um, Azari's a little confused with this because he felt like everything was consensual. And that's where I wanted to really get into the discussion about as far as the men, when do you think that it is? it, it constitutes as consensual, and where does it constitute as it being forced or um, consensual if there is no physical confrontation but it's being verbalized? Because some guys, you know, they want to get it in. Ladies, we know mm-hmm. how they can be. And, and you know, sometimes fellas is like, man, I just want to I'm, I'm, just let me slip it in. Let me just do, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it, it's consistent. It's consistent. And so sometimes you may feel a little pressured. But if you're not saying no or if you're not getting yourself out of the situation to back up, if they're not being physical, 
does it constitute mm-hmm. as being forced? Now, right. I want to ask what your thoughts were on that. Well, so, I mean, it's, uh, obviously, <laughs> it's a thin, obviously it's a thin line, right? Um, it's a, it because, is. It is a very thin line. Um, you know, in this particular story, you know, I think this is, like, a good story because, you know, she said that, you know, I mean, obviously the date went great and they went back to his place and, you know, um, then she, she hopped up on, I think, his counter or whatever, and then he started, you know, kissing her. And then, you know, his hands was feeling her breast and, you know, they, you know, he was adjusting Everything her. Everything was Right, so it's kind of like, but then she also says, so in that moment, she says that she remembers feeling uncomfortable at how quickly things escalated, right? Um, right. And so it, so throughout the whole story, you know, she said, she, she remembers saying something like, you know, like, you know, relax, hold on, let's chill. But she never said, I guess, and, and so I'm not taking sides, but I'm just telling the facts, right? She never said stop. She never said, um, you know, I don't want this. I think at some point she did say, um, you know, hold on, you know, just wait or whatever. And then they paused and then they went to sit down and and he paused and he stopped. But then, you know, they began kissing again, I guess, or whatnot. So um, I guess for me it is tough, you know, when you talk about, like, um, in the moment, like, what should you do? Because um, on the one hand, like, as men, as boys, you know, we're taught, you know, really to not back, like to 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 keep going, to try a little harder, To just harder, try, right? you know, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, and 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 I've even I've even heard in the past personally. And sometimes um, men beg. Sometimes you begging. You just yeah, like, you yeah. know, is that pressure though? Because is that right, constant right. pressure? Because some. Sometimes men are like, I just want to be with you. I want to try it out or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. even in a relationship, even when it comes to a relationship, exactly. yeah. um, and it doesn't have to be sexual. Some right. men can be can be a little influencing or you know a little pushy uh-huh. because they're like, I really want to convince you that I want to be with exactly. you, whether intimate right. or physically. I want to be with you. And um, I personally heard women who say know, that they. That, I'm sorry, I, I personally heard women who say that they want a man to pursue them, right? Like, I want you to pursue right. me, a guy who just gives up easily. Some of us you know, like to yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, you like to taste, exactly. Yeah. So, you right. know, there's that fine line, like, okay, I'm pursuing you because that's what I'm supposed to do, but then later it's, uh, you know, it's kind of like, well, I was uncomfortable. I didn't want that to happen, and it's kind of confusing a lot of times, you know? Right. And let me – I just want to back up because let me just tell you what I saw. I did see where she had talked about um, telling him that she wanted to slow down, and she felt like that was enough. What it was is that right. she was able to right. provide text messages that apparently mm-hmm. she said through text messages that this is going a little too fast, and I want to mm-hmm. slow it down. However, mm-hmm. she was invited back to his apartment. And this is where I say, um, and ladies, let, let, this is coming from someone who's been a victim myself. Sometimes we do put ourselves in a situation that we are in our mind and in our heart, we are thinking, because sometimes we second guess ourselves, and in our gut we feel I shouldn't even be here, but we just stay. We put ourselves in a situation sometimes. Sometimes we don't. 
So again, like Brother James said, this is this is a thin line. This is a touchy situation because I can feel like some sisters may be that's a knee jerk reaction what I said and be like, let me call. Yeah, Wait a second, right. no. You know right. what I mean? And it's right. like you have to. We have to own up to some of the part where is there something that I could have done? Sometimes there's not. Mm-hmm. Please let mm-hmm. me let me repeat that. Sometimes there is nothing that we could do. Because when we say no, we mean no. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we are dressed beautifully, sexy, mm-hmm. and don't, it does not matter how you're dressed. If we say no, keep your hands off. I could be walking down the street butt-ass naked. If I tell you I don't mm-hmm. want to sleep with you, it does not mean for you to touch. It's not an invite. So I right. want you to know this is what I'm saying, ladies, that, you know, that is the case. But then there are cases where we do have that feeling like, should I be here? Mm-hmm. Do I need to leave? And it be that moment where you could have. I have racked my brain in certain situations that I've been in, and this and not and it not be about uh, a sexual experience or whatever, but just in a vulnerable situation with a man mm-hmm. and be like, Jade, you need to get up right now and walk out the door, or you need to. You know what I'm saying? Um, kind of yeah. give yourself some space right here because he's not getting it. So why I say sometimes that feeling, that gut feeling is there and we'll brush it off and be like, because he's charming, because brother, some mm-hmm. of y'all can be charming, and we'll be mm-hmm. like, you know what, I feel this way, but no, he's not like that. So um, yeah. but this, I think a lot of brothers nowadays, yeah, I think a lot of brothers, <laughs> brothers nowadays, though, like, there's a whole, I think everybody is really relearning, you know, the art of, I guess, um, communication and the art of, mm-hmm. you know, um, just the game, so to speak. Because, again, like, we are taught to keep going. Because think about any typical movie that you watch, right? A typical movie with anybody, with any love scene, right, uh, which is most movies, right? In the beginning of the movie, boy see girl that he likes. And what do we do? He pursues her. And at the beginning of the movie, right, she doesn't right. like him. She, she pushes him away. She whatever. But throughout the course of the movie, he keeps trying. He keeps trying. He keeps trying. And by the end of the movie, what happens? Boom. He got her, right? So that instills in us, right? And we're taught. And we all buy into the idea as men, we are supposed to keep trying, right? Like, just if you keep trying, you'll get the girl, right? And, and, it, never, and, mm-hmm. and it never fails. And so I, I would say for men, it, it is confusing, right? For one, I think it is confusing um, because they don't know. I mean, again, this is how we've been trained. So it is confusing. So when you say no, but you're still kind of there and you, we're still rubbing and touching each other, you don't, do you really mean stop, right? Or do you want me to kind of be a little more suave? And so it is confusing. Now, I'm not giving any, just like you just said, I'm not, you know, giving any excuse to anybody to sexually harass or assault anybody. Because in the end, if somebody says that they're uncomfortable, they don't want to, to stop, period, you should chill, right? You should stop. Because for me mm-hmm. personally, I don't want to be with somebody who who's uncomfortable. I, I want the person to be in the moment with me as well. Uh, sex is more enjoying when, when two people mutually are having fun, right? And so, um, you know, I guess we can talk about, like, like, like in the moment, like, what should you do? Like, 
how do you know? And, and that's which is what we're talking about. Um, but it's just it's just really confusing. And so, like you said, there's a role for you know women to kind of use their spidey sense, right, to get yourself out of a situation. I also think there's uh, because it takes two people, right? Uh, on on the male side, um, men have to also be aware of how the other person feels because you know with us mm-hmm. and men, when we're in the Absolutely. moment, it's like you know like a dog in heat. We're like you know, all right, I'm ready. This got to happen. But sometimes you got to reel it back and be like, okay, how is she feeling right now? Right? I know I want to. I know I want to hit. She looks so good. I know it. But how is she feeling right now? Because the fact is, is that if she's if she's comfortable now, if she feels okay, if she consents, then guess what? You got more 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 opportunities in the future to get that thing that you like, that thing that you want so much. And so, you know, just kind of always as men, you know, just kind of be aware of the moment, right? Be aware of how she's feeling. Be aware of you know um, you know what she what she's saying. You know, and, and, and always check in because when we talk about consent, consent is an ongoing thing, right? It's one of those things that where Absolutely. you have to constantly check in, right? You know, constantly, baby, is this okay? How are you feeling? You know, um, you know, you know, like communicating, just communicating, like that's that's important. And so, um, you know, it, it's you know, again, it's it's really touchy, but you know, I, I think. I think communication is important, and I think that as and I'm not a it's woman, very and I've important. never been in this situation, you know. But I would, I would, I would hope, you know, um, and I, I, I don't want to come out the wrong way, but I, I would like, and I would hope that if I'm with somebody, and they don't want something or they are uncomfortable, that they are comfortable enough to say, "Hey, chill out. I don't want this anymore. Stop," and not. You know, not just kind of move away or not, you know, kind of playfully say, you know, I want them to say stop. I want them to say no. I want them to communicate because I don't want there to be any blurred lines because I might be thinking one thing. You might be thinking something else. But if I don't hear what you're saying because you said chill, you know, um, then, you know. I, chill, but you still got, you still you know, are your body language is saying something different. You're yeah, still kissing right, and you doing, know? but you're saying no. That becomes confusing um, because there's no clarity. Really? Another thing um, that, and I'm just going to throw this out here because this, you know, we, we can get like this sometimes. When you're getting into like a, a, a argument where it becomes the the Y'all haven't had sex, never had sex. You might be getting into something, and he's he's slamming you down, and it becomes that hot, heated, oh my god, kind of sex. And mm-hmm. and I've heard this before. I've I've heard this happen before, where they are just tearing each other's clothes off, him included, and maybe he started, and all of a sudden they're doing it, but then she recants that she even consented to it, that, that she was okay with it. Because somewhere in, mm-hmm. in their argument, there was a no. But it all of a sudden, it's like, okay, it, it, it went further mm-hmm. than that. And yeah. what was interesting is I saw a video where a guy had said, um, do we put a lot, and this is based off of this story here, and he said, do we put a lot of pressure on women to have sex? 
um, mm. he said that when he read the story, he was so confused with the story, and first of all, he felt like it was consensual. Mm-hmm. And he said he remembered him being in a in a sexual uh, place with a woman where she was saying to him, you know, like, you know, I don't know if I want to do this, you know, but it wasn't it wasn't clear. And finally, she said, "Are you really want to do this?" Because he kept he said what he was doing was he was emphasizing what he wanted what he was desiring, mm-hmm. and he was, like, just asking her, like, please, like, baby, please, I'm trying to get, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so finally she just went limp and just let him do what he mm-hmm. did. She never right. fought. She never did whatever. And he said when he mm-hmm. read this story, he went back to that place where he said, you know what, something similar happened. Now, she never reported him or anything, but then he said, I'm, I'm wondering, was that right? Did I actually rape this woman? Because she didn't fight. Right, right. So does it right. constitute as rape? Because she did not fight. She went limp. So was it that much pressure that maybe she felt like if I fight back, something mm-hmm. bad or worse could bad happen? Is, Let yeah. me just give right. in. So mentally, do we shut down just mm-hmm. to allow something to happen so that it will not get bad. Does that does that make sense what I'm saying? Because sometimes it makes we, can, we can shut down and say, let me get out of let me get out of this this out of body experience. Like get out of my body and, and just go somewhere else mentally so that I'm not feeling this. I can shut down and and just allow him to do what he does and what he wants to do and just get out of there. Just just quickly leave right. and get out of there. Yeah. Um yeah. It's a lot yeah, of I mean, that's real. scenarios that I can go through that we, we do as women because we feel like we are not powerful enough to deal mm-hmm. with the masculine energy mm-hmm. of this man. You know, that testosterone is just right. like, whew, you know. And so you say, so you say that, you say that story, and, and I'm going to be, you know, like we talking, you brothers and sisters, right? So Yeah, absolutely. I even, I even, I even think about... <laughs> Even like we're both married and we've both been married for a while, and I just can yeah. think about times right where uh, you know maybe my wife is tired, maybe you know, and I'm like, baby, come on, baby, you know, just let me, you know, just let me five minutes, two minutes, what I'm trying to bargain and shit, right? And it may come to a point where she's like, you know what, just come on, right? And it's just like a quick. Mm-hmm. In that moment, is, is she doing it because she's like, you know. Uh, I, I don't really want to do this, but he's going to keep bothering me. Let me just do this. Is that kind of the same thing? You know what I mean? So now, you know, right. does that make sense what I'm saying? Um, no, it it's makes kind of what, you know, sense because, so Brother James, while you're saying that, I'm sitting here thinking, <laughs> yeah, there are mad times where he's like, man, I don't feel like it. I got to go to work in the morning. I'm like, I'm getting me some dicks. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I'll get me you know, something. So, yeah, so it's it's like okay, now y'all got me, you know. Re- Wait a minute, let me let me see. Am I, I know, right? Got me too. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You know, me so, too. Yes, but yeah. And, and so so, that, so here we are. So we're thinking about this, and we're married, and we've been with the person that we've been with for a very long time. So imagine how confusing that is. Just for two people who just meet, right? When um, mm-hmm. when all the signs, when everything. Points to okay, here it is, two in the morning, we're together, we're alone, sex, 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 right? 
and then it's um and then it's and, and then it gets to the point where it's like okay it's confusing it's confusing for both people for on the one hand I may or may not want to do this on the other hand I I really want to do this or I don't really want to do this it's like really really confusing and then um also you know one of the one of the other things that this story also brought up was the idea that was you know was the question like was this just bad sex or was it like sexual assault, sexual harassment, right? Meaning, like, you know, you can have mm-hmm. a night where it didn't go how you expected it or how you wanted it to go, so then the next morning you wake up, is like, oh, that was bad. I didn't want that. So does that constitute as uh, being assaulted or harassed, you know, just because it was bad sex and it didn't go how you wanted it to go? Um not saying that this is what, it, mm-hmm. what happened, but that, that's a question, you know. It's like, okay, I wake up in the morning, now I kind of regret this, or uh, it was just a bad experience. Does that constitute as, you know, sexual harassment slash sexual assault or something like that, you know? But it shouldn't. I, I don't think that it should because you had a bad experience. Did you, you just had a, a very, I would not see this dude again because this, <laughs> yeah, no. It, that mm-hmm. I, I am not satisfied. I was not sexually sexually satisfied. I will not. So you just um, put yourself in a situation where you just unfortunately had a very distasteful sexual experience with someone. It should not mm-hmm. constitute as you know as that. Now here's here's something. I'm gonna be devil's advocate, y'all. I'm, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. here's something that I was also thinking about when I was reading the story because I'm sitting here and I'm. I'm telling you, this is this is like a really thin line with this conversation because there are a lot of situations where it constitutes as as form. My thing is that we always see a lot of times when it comes to these kind of conversations where um, when it's a celebrity and we wonder, um, and I have to wonder. Um, is this happening because this gentleman's success? Because um, in one of the stories that I read, I think it was CNN.com, where she um, she had did her first, I think her first interview was with um, Babe.com or something. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, yes, um, yes. an online article. And she mm-hmm. had, he had gotten an award because he is um, also, what is the name of it? Master of None. Netflix series. So mm-hmm. he had got a global award for a Netflix series that he um, he does, mm-hmm. and it's called Master of None. And when he won that, the woman was like, he should not have won. She she just felt mm-hmm. like, you know, um, I was mm-hmm. dissatisfied. I was heartbroken. And that's when I felt like I needed to speak out. Mm-hmm. So you did not speak out until you saw him successfully, like, win the best, mm-hmm. uh, what, did, what was it? It was a Golden uh, Globe Award for his Netflix mm-hmm. series early in the month. So, yeah, so when he won that, that's when she decided she was going to uh, report the situation mm-hmm. um, and, and um, t- talk about the allegations that she's been talking about. And, again, I've, and I ran into several articles online where he – has made a response and said, I'm so confused. I even tried mm-hmm. to reach out to her to say, you know, like, help me understand where and why you felt like this was forced. So mm-hmm. he's really confused because 
And this is where I wish that somebody, because look, I see a bunch of you on here. Um, if you want to, if you want to hit option one, please hit option one. Um, if you're listening in through your computers and you want to dial in seven one eight seven six six four zero zero eight. I know this kind of topic, we may not even get um, a person to, to bite and come on and, and talk, but I'm hoping with what I'm about to say, one of y'all call in and be like, oh, hell no, Jay. No, you did not. <laughs> but <laughs> I need someone, even as, as a, um, a sexologist and doing what I do in all the years that I've done it, when it comes to oral sex, if you are not being physically forced, like your head is not being pushed down there, mm-hmm. how is it forced? Mm. Does does that does my question does my question make sense? If you are not yeah. being physically shoved and pushed down to the groin area and being like, you're gonna suck me off, you're gonna do this is what you're gonna do mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. and you voluntarily perform mm-hmm. oral sex. And I'm thinking from what I've I seen in one article, it sounded like both of them performed oral sex with each other. Mm-hmm. Now, one of them, it sounded like it was just, it was just her. But um, that's where I'm trying to understand. Now, I really would love to know if it really was both of them doing it, because then I would be like, nah, yeah, I, I, think, I got um, a question now. Yeah, I think, Jade, I mean, um... I think it was they. I think they both um, did, if I'm not mistaken. I'm yeah, because there was it. an article that that said that they both performed oral sex on each other, and that's why mm-hmm. he was extra confused because he was like, "I did her, she did me." Like, I mean, I mm-hmm. thought it was good. He he called her an Uber. Um, mm-hmm. It's so funny, even the celebrities are called an Uber. But he called yeah, her but... an Uber, and she. <laughs> And she went home, but she said the whole ride home she was crying and she was just, like, confused and upset and distraught and that she had made it very clear to him on numerous occasions. She said, um, um, she says to the woman, uh, the woman told Babe, she used verbal and nonverbal cues to communicate she was distraught following the encounter. Mm -hmm. Um, So... So, yes, they they did. I'm sorry, Jade. I'm reading on Babe.net where she she tells her story. And she did say, she said, um, they resumed, he resumed kissing her, briefly performed oral sex on her, and asked her to do the same thing to him. She did, but not for long. It was really quick. Mm hmm. So she, they both. She didn't she, want. You know, so, he, I mean, she didn't want to, which is cool. Because I mean, he, listen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you feel I've been like that, where I'm, I'm being selfish. Mm-hmm. You talk about you want to go mm-hmm. down on me, okay? But if you expect me, not everybody. I want to know. Just because you gave mm-hmm. me it, don't mean I want to give you some. Like no. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. mean, maybe this was one of those cases where she felt like you know I will, you know, receive and indulge and just enjoy, you know in that mm-hmm. part of that sexual experience, but I just don't want to or feel like doing him. I don't know him like that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, mm-hmm. Well, she, but she said she yeah, did. She no, did perform, but, but it just wasn't for long. She said she did perform, mm-hmm. or he performed oral sex on her and asked her to do the same thing, and she did, but just not for long. It was really quick. 
Okay, so let me just ask you in your perspective, if you're feeling like you gave oral sex to a woman and she performed it on you, would you feel like um, you had forced her? Do you see I, I, where he's being confused, where he feels com- yeah. confused? Like if I uh, ask, like to me, I feel like if I ask you and you do it, I, and you know, I might be wrong, but I feel like then that's cool. Right, right. Like if I, you know, mm-hmm. if I went down on you very quick, and and then I say, hey, you know, and I maybe I maybe I do a gesture to kind of move your head to me, or um, I ask you, hey, you know, hook me up or something like that. I don't know, whatever. Um, and you do it. Like to me, I would feel like that was a consensual act because you did it. Um, I, I would think that if you didn't want to do it, you you may say. Uh, no, I don't do that, or I don't want to, or something like that. I might be a little pissed off, like, "Are you serious, for real? Come on, man, come on, it's just you know, just a little, you know." But if you you have the right to say no, I can't see myself certainly grabbing your head and pushing it down on my penis because I'll be scared that you're gonna bite me or something. You know what I mean? That so I'm, not, I'm definitely not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna force you. I'm so you know glad I mean? you said that because when you was getting ready to finish your statement just now, I was thinking, I said, I'm going to get ready to get street real quick. Because right. if a man, you better not push my head down there. And right. be, like, if you're if you're physically raping me, I, I can't, there's nothing I can do that overpowerment. But at that right. moment that you have me in a position where I can, I can actually, Get the best of you, and you yes. just got me right there. Okay, yeah, you gonna be on your knees, bruh. So, <laughs> and I'm yes. gonna be running for the door. So that yes. that is just my yeah. thought, you know. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The only mm-hmm. that's the only thing I can I can kind of see, you know, is you know with forced oral sex. I I, I if somebody really is in fear and they really feel like. um Maybe they they have this. It, it, I think that it has to be a situation where a person, and, and I say it doesn't have to be this way. Anything can happen, but I would think that it's a situation where a person feel like this the the perpetrator can um, cause more harm than just the physical act right now, right? Meaning, like they know this person. Maybe this person works with them. Maybe it's maybe it's like a boss, right? Uh, your boss mm-hmm. asks you to do this. You really don't want to, but you're going to do it because you don't want to lose your job because you got, you know, three kids to support and and just everything in life. Like, you need this job. You have to have it. So maybe you do it because you feel like if I don't do this, this person has power and control over me and they can control my life or something like that, right? So I I, I can't Mm -hmm. do that. Or or I'm thinking like, uh, like in jail, right, in prison. You know, you're in prison. You know that if you don't do this to this big dude that's asking you to do this, right? You might feel like my life in prison for the next year or two or whatever is going to be a living hell because they're going to beat the crap out of me. You know what I mean, or, or whatever, right? Right. So I would right. I would think that there there could be situations potentially where a person uh, do it because the fear of long term um, abuse that could continue to happen, and so they just kind of give in. That's an unfortunate situation. Right, but right. But 
But right. to me, I, I, I can't lie in this situation with this young lady here with with Aziz. Um, it, you know, for him, I can see why he is confused because he asked her, she did it, and, you know, they kept going, you know. Um, and so I can see where it's confusing for him in this situation and how, um, you know, uh, I don't know, how, how, how the situation might just kind of turn bad when he didn't think it was that way. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I do want to um, I do want to say real quick, um, there are people who have been forced into oral sex, who have been beaten or hit or, or, you know, this was not the case. This is, this is not the case. So I do not want to insinuate that I'm saying that mm-hmm. you can't be forced mm-hmm. into right. um, oral sex. I don't I don't want to give that impression that I'm saying that at all. But I do want for everyone who feels like, you know, they're against Aziz, um, I'm sorry, especially women who feel like, I'm, you know, because I'm a, a woman, I'm going to support this sister. We mm-hmm. do have to kind of just look at both angles and, and kind of just True. stand in the center and say, let me just yeah. kind of analyze this. For, for a moment based off of what she mm-hmm. said. And so that yeah. I will tell you, when I read the, the three articles that I read, um, I got a little confused the more I read mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. in no way is she saying, and she said she used verbal and nonverbal. He's saying she never said no. There was mm-hmm. – before the before the invitation to his apartment or his his um, home, there was a text that was sent out because she felt like they were going too fast. They were mm-hmm. leaving intimate um, messages with each other through text, different things like that. And I guess she felt like, okay, this is this is going a little bit fast. Maybe he, you know, said something or sent her a nice little not a nice mm-hmm. selfie if you know what I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it. Who knows how the the text conversation went where she felt like we need to slow down. However, mm-hmm. when you get to the house, it's something a little different, and then you go ahead and you go for the oral the oral sex. I don't know if there was expectation of something else or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but it just it confuses me sometimes when um, it's a celebrity because. Um, my first thought, and I have to be honest and say, my first thought is, is this is this one of those? Um, oh, I got a celebrity here, and he, you know, this mm-hmm. is my, my ticket to. Right. And this is based off, and again, again, ladies, ladies, <laughs> this is based off of what I'm reading from what she is saying on her end. So I'm very mm-hmm. interested to see what the outcome is, only because. Mm-hmm. She has, they have had um, an intimate conversation between the both of them. So I'm feeling like through that conversation, through the text conversation, you know, you get the idea Mm -hmm. that he's not only physically attracted to you, but he's sexually attracted to you. And he's looking forward to that that moment. Um, Somewhere in that text, you're seeing that. So... Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that the the Texas um, through them going back and forth in its entirety, 
comes out where in this investigation so that the true nature of the intention comes out. If it yeah. was, you know what I'm saying? If he really did, and if he if he really did, all right, you, yeah, you need to get, you know, what I'm saying because, yeah. <laughs> So so what do you it's, so what do you yeah. so, so I was gonna say what advice so so what advice do you have for you know women or men, you know, in the moment, right? Like what should we be doing if we are hooking up with somebody, if we are um, you know, engaging in sexual activity, they whatever. Like in the moment we started kissing or maybe we didn't start kissing or whatever, um, what should we be doing? In the moment, um, one thing that you one thing that you said that's really good is to check in. Um, if there's any ounce of a back and forthness of, you know, I want it, I don't want it, I want it, I don't want it, even to have the doubt where she's saying she doesn't want it, maybe, uh, no, not not maybe, shit, no, let me take that back, let's recant that, that maybe, and, and um, erase that. Mm-hmm. You should call it off and say, you know what, okay, maybe I should take you home. Get yourself mm-hmm. out of that situation as a man. The reason that I yeah. say that is because um, sometimes as women, we also go through where we've been sexually traumatized in the past. I don't know what this sister's um, experience mm-hmm. was, and if maybe perhaps she has been through a really bad um, traumatic experience, and the 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 no that she gave him was not like um, enforced in a way that mm-hmm. he would feel like okay, she's straight up not she's not she's serious. You know what I'm saying? Because some guys they right. they hear a no, but there's some kind right. there's something there that sometimes they catch. And mm-hmm. we're thinking in our mind when we go through that experience and say I've I've been raped or something has happened, we go through mm-hmm. in our mind as women, did I give every signal that I needed to to let him know mm-hmm. I did not want to. I did I I kept saying no. This is what I kept doing. I, I tried to fight him off. So we go through that, that struggle. Mm-hmm. So if you're not healed from that and you go through something as, as mild as this could have been or as, and, and as innocent as this could have been where she's thinking this, this is happening again to me and mm-hmm. this time I'm going to report it and I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. This is where it's conflicting for me. And so I say to guys, if you are in a situation where there are mixed signals, you're getting a one-minute yes and a one-minute no or you're – um, or her body mm-hmm. language is different from what her mouth is saying, that's when you need to get up and say, listen, if you don't want it, I, I, don't, wanna, I don't want to feel like I'm forcing you. Mm-hmm. Um, even if she says you're not forcing me, but she's put that out there, you might need to say, you know what, maybe next time. Because I, right. I want you to be clear on what you want. Um, right. For women, Sometimes we're in a situation where we really do have that feeling, and it is haunting us when we get um, really in a – when we have come to that point where there's nothing that we can do. 
And later on, after everything is said and done, you it, it haunts you because you're looking back at times that I could have walked away or maybe I should have walked away at this time. But then we're beating ourselves up because we, we start to blame ourselves. So it's not that I want mm-hmm. you to blame yourself, but I want you to, as women, we have the beautiful gift of our intuition. It's so powerful. And I, I say this all the time because there was um, a moment where I felt like I should have gotten away from the person who had raped me. Like, you know, I should have mm-hmm. went somewhere where there was more people or something like that where, I, where I'm thinking, okay, he's not going to take advantage of me or do anything to me in this building because we're in a building and it happened right. in a building where he, where he did this. So um, that, yeah, getting yourself out of that situation, you feel, you actually feel, if you have that gut feeling, ladies, then you need to act on it and you need to say, okay, let me back away because something is telling me right now, and it could be your ancestors, your, your spirit guide, something is working and trying to say no, no, giving you all the signals, and we're not taking mm-hmm. it in. Um, that tends to happen sometimes before um, you are in that vulnerable situation. And sometimes, unfortunately, there is nothing that we can do. There was no signs there that we, we saw because, you know, sometimes, what is it called, Jekyll and Hyde or whatever? He turns into mm-hmm. Jekyll and Hyde. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> you know, he's so sweet and kind and, and, and nice, and then all of a sudden it's like he did a, I don't know, he did not a 360, yeah. but you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so you have to you have to watch that. So those are the things that we don't take into consideration. The, the biggest thing is the communication, to be very clear and effective. Um, I think sometimes we're scared. We're scared to say no. We're scared, we're scared to um, – sometimes as women, we like someone. We want to be with this person, but we're not ready to be intimate. And instead of us just coming out and saying that, we deal with certain things that we deal with and we allow, we tolerate it. No, love your body and yourself enough to say, if I said no, damn it, I mean no. And if he doesn't listen, it, you know what, it's time for me to get up out of here real quick. If you are in that situation where you can, where you can, because, again, I'm not saying that everybody is in a situation where they can get out of. Sometimes we don't see the signs. Sometimes it happens so quick. Um Mm-hmm. you don't know what to do. Yeah. So then the question becomes, how do we heal from it? Because mm-hmm. a lot of us who have been in this situation, we, we become that person that is scared to trust someone. And then we question ourselves on, okay, we don't, if you had sexual sex, right? If you had consensual mm-hmm. sex or, or, you know, you were kissing, hugging or whatever, and you remember being at that vulnerable point in your past relationship or non-relationship with someone where they did take advantage of you or sexually raped you or if you were a child and you were molested, it becomes that point where now you're questioning, was that rape or did he force himself mm-hmm. on me or did you, you know, and it may not have even been that. It may have been a heated, passionate uh love affair that y'all had, something juicy and yummy mm-hmm. that y'all had. You know what I'm saying? 
things might get nice, heated, and 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 really juicy and yummy. I've been in those things where they like just, you know, it, it's it's that mm-hmm. rough sex kind of thing. You're getting it, and it's just good. But you're you're being rough. You're pulling and tugging and tearing away at each other's clothes. Right. And then you may have that person that say, you know what? I don't think that that was. I didn't agree to it. You start mm-hmm. to get your head in that situation. So you have to, this is where you have to um, go through that cleansing process because if you've been in a situation and then you come into this situation that's really innocent, you're mm-hmm. second guessing it. So um, so those are, yeah, those are some of the things that we have to, to look out for. Um, yeah. And definitely, like, as far as, like, you know, uh, from the guys, you know, there's some tips for the guys. Certainly, like you said, checking in. Uh, checking in is important. You know, I, I know it may sound corny, you know, <laughs> you know, to constantly be like, baby, you okay? Or how does this feel, you know? But but though, but I think even those those kinds of questions um are checking in questions, right? Like even when you're mm-hmm. in the moment, you know, it's like, um, it's like you like that baby, you know, something like that. Do you like that baby? And you know, she may say yeah or no, you know, like that gives her the opportunity to 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 verbalize what she likes. She may say try like this, right, uh, or do it this way, or let's slow down, or something like that. Uh, but even those kinds of things, you don't have to say, baby, are you okay? Is this consensual? You don't have to be like that, but it could be something as simple as, you know, how, how does that feel, baby? Do you like that? Um, you know, you good? Mm-hmm. You know, those kinds of those kinds of questions in the moment aren't bad, you know, and they can they can still keep everything fresh. Like, you know, you could be mid-stroke, you know, and just, you, you know, how does that feel, baby? You like that? You know, those kinds of things, you know, are checking in questions. Uh, and it, and it allows mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it allows you and them to communicate, uh, so that you for one know what she likes. Uh, and then on the flip side, you know, uh, if, if you're getting asked those kinds of questions, you can tell your partner whether it's man or woman. Uh, you know, you can tell your partner what you like, right? When they when they say those kinds of mm-hmm. things, you know, maybe you don't feel comfortable doing this, and maybe you like no, baby. Let's do this, you know, maybe this way or that way. Let's slow down. Just pause for a second, whatever the case may be. So, like, constantly checking in, I think, is is, is really, really important. Uh, and and just, like, and one thing, you know, again, when we talk about communication and we talk about this all the time, like, be honest, man. Like, just be honest about what your, your, you, your intentions, what you want, what you desire, be honest, right? I think, you know, we're at this point in stage right now in evolution where we ain't got to lie, you know, um, we ain't got to, you know, beat around the bush and, 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 you know, play games, like, especially if you're an adult, right? Like kids, they may have an excuse because they're trying, you know, they haven't, they haven't matured, um, you know, but we need to teach them to. Um, but if you're an adult, be honest about your intentions, your wants, your desires, if you, if it's, you know, and, and again, I, me and Jade are not, you know, blaming anybody, but if it's 2 o'clock in the morning and, and, and I call you to my house. Um, I know it's a booty call. You, you know what I mean? Like, you I know, know what I'm saying? So, What's so don't, so, right. <laughs> so, so for one, Y'all not, you know, you, if you, I call you. You're not going over there just to hold hands. Right. You dig what I'm saying? So let's be honest. 
So if yeah. you're coming to if, yeah. so if you do come to my house, right? Uh, and, and we not and you're feeling like okay, I'm not having sex with you tonight. You need to make that known. Like, look, we ain't having sex. I came over here to because I I couldn't get any sleep, so I want to whatever, right? Uh, or whatever, you know. Right. Um, be be upfront with it. Don't don't let's not <clears> play <throat> games. And on the flip side, as a guy, you know, come on over here, baby. I want to Netflix and chill, or, or I, you know, I'm just I'm in the mood, baby. I just want to have sex. I want to I want to get some of that. Like, let's just straight up be honest with each other. Let's communicate what we want. If we if 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 your partner is doing something that you don't like, you need to tell them because it ain't gonna get no better, right? And and while you're faking now, and and while you're not saying nothing now, they're gonna continue to do exactly what they're doing because nobody mm-hmm. ever corrects them, right? If I'm if I'm a pushy Communication guy, communication so important. Yeah, like if I'm a if I'm if I'm a pushy guy and I've been doing that same thing to women for the last fifteen years of my life, and I know that by continuously pushing them, because maybe I'm a big guy, right, and maybe all these women in the past did just say, fuck it, I'm going to just let it go because for fear of what, what's going to happen. But if, I, if nobody ever told me that I'm being too pushy or nobody ever told me that I need to slow down, I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing in life because I feel like, hey, it worked in the past, so I'm going to continue to do it, right? So let's communicate mm-hmm. so, so, so we can all be safe and we can all enjoy this thing. Like sex is sex. Sexuality is supposed to be something that people enjoy. It's a, like it's supposed to be something that we all, you know, uh, really want to do. But when it turns bad, I think a lot of times it's because we don't communicate and because we're not honest with what we want and our intentions. And, and that's something that I think as adults, man, we gotta fix. We gotta fix that. Right, and I, I do want to add this um, as well. Um, someone had. Um, I love Audrey. She she will come on the show and support the show. Audrey, we, we were having technical difficulties. That's why the chat room could not be open, so I do apologize. But she had stated that she is teaching her 14-year-old this. She said, I'm teaching my 14-year-old this. If the girl you're with, when that, com- when that time comes, if there is any type of miscommunication, take her home. Get on the phone. Mm. Call me. We will... We will talk all up until you get her home and until you get home to me. So she's saying, listen, mm-hmm. son, we're going to communicate <laughs> and talk on mm-hmm. the phone. She knows you talking to your mother. You can't say that we did. I did anything to you. You said, no, I'm taking you mm-hmm. home. And meanwhile, I got a witness on the phone. <laughs> yeah, sure. I sure. love it, Audrey. I, like, I love that one. Um, <clears throat> which brings me to that piece that we did not mention Talk mm-hmm. to your kids because that is another thing. Yeah. A lot of, of, of this, the, the race and the um, different things that happen, happens with kids. Sometimes happens with kids among kids, like teenagers among yeah. kids or whatever. Yeah. Talk to your children and let them know mm-hmm. what it what constitutes as being forced. And if this person is saying no, what you need to do, let your sons know where they're going to be if their asses force themselves on a girl. Um, let, a, yeah. a, let a girl know what's going to happen to her, what can happen to her if she gets herself in a vulnerable situation. I say this mm-hmm. because I, know, I have a friend who was raped, and, and um, you know, she, it haunts her that mm-hmm. um, she was not supposed to go to the party that she got yeah. raped at. So 
it haunts her about this. So you have to talk to your daughters and your kids, and you have to say, listen, you have to be honest and straight with me so I can guide you and teach you because you can't have peers upon peers training you. And that's what tends to happen. Sometimes the street is trying to raise you. Sometimes your your friends is trying to tell you something different than what I'm saying. Talk to your kids. Yeah. Sometimes it's the way you're talking to them. You know, if you're yeah. just directing stuff and you're not sitting down and physically having a conversation, allowing for questions to, to take place so that you can answer them, but you're just directing this is how it's going to be because I call the shots, I'm the parent, that's it, bam, bam, boom, what happens? The child starts yeah. to run them up because they're like, and they do it undercover because they're like, I want to get to know different things in life. You, yeah. Exactly. So talk to, please, and, please talk to your kids because, go. Well, go I, was gonna, I was just going to add, and, and so, and, and, and that's, so that's true, certainly, when you talk about talking to your kids for with, with boys, like talk to your sons about, you know, about consent, about the, about, look, you know, if, if your girl tells you no, you know, then you need to stop, homeboy. You need to chill out. You need, you need, you need, you need to constantly check with her. You need to consent. You need to make sure that um, you, that you, there's a continuous ongoing, you know, level of uh, approval in whatever it is you're doing, you know, because I think, again, mm-hmm. that's, that's the part that we can change because it's at those early stages in middle and high school where boys start to learn, oh, you just got to push a little harder and she'll give in, right? And then if nobody ever corrects that, you know, if nobody ever corrects those ideas and those attitudes, then they're going to go through life, you know, they're going to become a man and go to college and they're going to continuously be pushy. They're not going to listen, right? They're not going to hear when a, when a girl does say chill that she might mean like, okay, stop. Like, you know, like they're not going to, to pick up on those cues and so, you need to make sure that, like, with young men, that we, like you said, communicate. Like, communication is, is important because I think that a lot of young men, teenage boys, they don't have the opportunity to talk to somebody. They don't have the opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. You know, they learn from they learn from porn and movies. You know what I mean? And like, friends. regular movies and right. porn and their friends. <laughs> like, that's who they learn. Right. That's how we all learn about sex. And so, and now, with everybody having a freaking cell phone or a smartphone, you know, like they learn these things a lot earlier, and, but the messages that they're not that they're receiving aren't the correct messages, and they're not able to process it properly. And so you got like you like Jay just said, like communicating with your boys, communicate with your sons and daughters, uh, communicating with your mm-hmm. kids is very very important. And teach them also how to communicate with their boyfriend or girlfriend because teach they have to, to be comfortable period. to have it. <laughs> yes, period. But they have the when it comes to the relationship or the sexual No, they don't. They just want to text on the phone. Listen, you know, (laughs) you sitting down and talking to your partner and telling them that if you decide to have sex with someone, the first thing that you need if I because I can't control you. I you know, we can't. We want to. We try to to hold them down as hard as we can. But they're going to, if they are ready to do it, they're going to do it, so we have to guide them. So talking to them about having that conversation before they even have sex, not not with yeah. you as a parent, but I'm saying with their partner. <laughs> also right. teaching them that because you want them to say, I need you to ask them 
some important questions. And one of the questions is, are you ready? Are you ready to do mm-hmm. If you're ready, you're talking to your son or your daughter, you're saying, son, if you're ready or daughter, if you're ready, you have to ask your partner if they're ready too. You can't just get in bed with them and think because of the, sig- the physical signals, what is going on mentally in their mind? Because mentally they may be like, I feel pressured. And I'm just, I'm just going to lay here, just like the gentleman said that had posted on, you, on uh, Facebook, and he, he replied, made a response to this, uh, this story. Um, and he said, listen, I didn't, I'm sitting here thinking, did I rape that girl? And he actually apologized at the end. He said, if you are watching, if you ever see this video, and that is exactly how you felt when we had sex that day, he said, I'm sorry. He apologized. And I said, you know what? That's a, that's a good-ass brother because he's now mm-hmm. thinking based off of this story. Yeah. When does it constitute as right or being forced? So teach your kids to also talk to their – be open and have a beautiful dialogue with their partner and say, if it's meant for y'all to be in a relationship, y'all are going to be able to have this conversation that may feel a little uncomfortable because y'all are just getting mm-hmm. to know each other. But you have to be clear on things because yeah. I want to – I want somebody to tell me, or if I'm not feeling like I'm not, listen, you, you want to go down on me or you want to, we want, we're going to have sex, but I'm just meeting you. So I'm okay with some of that, but I'm not going down on you. So don't expect it. Let them know where the expectation lies and where, where that boundary is for you and teach your kids the same thing. So that way they know, do I want to be in this relationship? Cause it's a, it's a lot of rules here or, Okay, I'm, I'm, I can do that, and you know there's no misunderstanding. So <clears throat> that, that, yeah, that's what I got right there. <laughs> yeah, no, talk, talk, talk. agreed. Yeah, agreed. That's like that's yeah. so so important, you know, just to have that, just to have communication, and, and so you know, I'll you know with with everything going on, you know, um, I think that you know, you know, certainly ha- hearing these stories of. Of, of sexual assault, sexual violence, you know, like it's important, right? Because we have to highlight these things. Um, but, and I was having a conversation the other day with somebody and, and, and we're talking about like hearing these stories are really, really important and hearing, you know, uh, the, you know, how prevalent these things are important. But what I don't want to happen is I don't want, I don't want the idea and the movement and the moment to get watered down because now, it's like, you know, uh, we work together. And, I, and I, you know, I said, hey, Jay, what's going on? I put my hand on your back. And now it's like, um, oh, my gosh, you know, he, he, he touched me inappropriately. You know what I mean? Me too. Right. You know, no, like, let's, you know, I think that, you know, and, and if you're uncomfortable, I think that we can, we can have conversations and say, hey, I don't like that. Because maybe sometimes I don't know, right? Um, but I don't, want it, I don't want the movement to get watered down to the point where, now, any and everything is now sexual harassment or, uh, you know, somebody's feeling like, oh, now I have to report this person because they are making me feel uncomfortable. You know, whether it's a man or a woman, right. you, know, Absolutely. I, I, you know, I think that first we, we must, if, if it's another adult um, and they did make you feel uncomfortable or something may have happened, like, let's, let's, right, let's let me communicate, let me let you know, okay, hey, I, I don't appreciate this, I didn't like this. Just letting you know, right? If they continue to do that, mm-hmm. then obviously they don't care what you're saying and they are harassing you, 
But I, I, I but I don't want the the movement to just now. It's like everybody just feels like, oh, I'm gonna jump on the bandwagon because yeah, I do remember ten years ago when I was with that guy, uh, and he was forcing me that night, and I finally gave in. Yeah, me too. You know, I don't want it to be, you know, one of those things where people are just jumping on the bandwagon. I'm not saying no, none of these people's stories mm-hmm. are, are, are are lies, but I want I want the the idea, I want the, the the conversation of what sexual harassment is, what consent is. I want that to be highlighted um, more than just you know people jumping on bandwagons like yeah let's fire this person let's get this person out of here let's do this so you know what I mean does that make sense what I'm saying mm-hmm. absolutely 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 and and here's another thing and this is where it becomes a concern because I know that you have some people that be like you know everything that we're saying because we're so um, um, I guess in the middle of this, you know, treading the fine line um, Mm. as we are, you know, some people may be like, you know what, this is, it's crazy that that y'all are are thinking like this, but you do have some people that um, maliciously um, be accusatory of, of someone because of whatever malice they they have, you know, um, or yeah. the celebrity thing. The thing with the celebrities, you have some women who, I guess, and be able to spend a, a beautiful evening with this gentleman, and all of a sudden it's like, I'm going to, I'm reporting this, and I'm, you know, and then sometimes yeah. legitimately you have some asshole celebrities. Not everybody is human, so you got some with flaws that may, oh, that, yeah. that is doing what they should not be doing, and, and yes, you should, um, you know, report their ass. So, this is why we're we're kind of treading on this lightly because you do have that one angle where there are men who are fucked up and and they just they feel like I'm getting what I came here for or what I was on a mission for and you have those that are really truly innocent and you have some sisters who I I don't know you just you know it, yeah. you see the dollar yeah. signs if it if it is you know what I'm saying so or either oh, yeah. um it could be that you know, um, uh, you're angry or whatever, you know, so yeah. just things, things happen in so many different angles and scenarios that you do have to oh, look yeah. at them from different angles when you weren't in the room, you want to fly on the wall, so you don't know. And based mm-hmm. off of the story, if you do your research and you're looking at it, I promise you, you may sit here and be just as confused as I was because you got a bit in peace, just like there was the one part where she says that they both indulged in, in oral sex. Mm-hmm. And that'd be my question. Mm-hmm. Was that, you know, what, how, how did y'all do that? Did y'all take turns or was y'all on 69? Like what, like what was yeah. that? Then yeah. I would still be sitting up there. Okay. Now I'm moving more towards how was that, um, non-consensual mm-hmm. or, you know, enforced or whatever, right. you know, depending on the situation. So, yes, y'all, I'm, this is why we're treading like this because there are so many different yeah. scenarios where this can happen and legitimately it could be where she felt or was forced. And she could genuinely have felt like she was in a position where she was distressed and forced. Um, and, yeah. again, Sometimes we have been in a trauma, traumatic situation that we may read signs differently 
in a current mm-hmm. situation, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so that brings me to if you have been um, sexually molested or abused in any way, this is where you seek a plan to heal yourself. And I say this because this can travel through different relationships. I don't care if you was a child and you was molested. It is not going to go away if you have not um, paid attention to it and and did something about it. So if you have Mm -hmm. not um, spoken to someone and you start to bury it, be rooted, that it starts to affect other things in your life. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So if you are someone who has been um, molested in the past or currently, you need to seek a plan to heal. You need to get um, people in your corner that you can trust, that you can talk to, so a support team that you can talk to about the situation, someone that you can trust. You need to Mm -hmm. um, find a counselor or some kind of life coach that you can trust and you feel confident is assisting you in this matter. also, or a hotline so that they can direct you. Um, another thing that you should do is when you're doing this, you're doing this from you're seeing a psychiatrist or a counselor, you're seeing them for um, the mental piece of it, what it's doing to you mentally that starts to cause health issues or um, trust issues and, um, you know, um, sex, self-sex shaming yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And I said self twice. Forgive me, y'all. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So these are different things that get through, and we have to heal from that. So there's steps that you have to take. Maybe seeing a shaman after you have that um, the conversations that you have consistently with a um, a life or a sex coach or sex therapist or psychiatrist. Then maybe seeing a um, a shaman or someone that does energy cleansing and healing because energetically you have to heal as well as mentally and then physically you have to heal yourself. And with those two components, when you are working with mental conditioning, you know, reconditioning yourself and and healing and mentally healing yourself and then emotionally healing yourself from what the shaman energetically and, and everything, it starts to balance. It starts to help you be able to heal and deal with it in a different way. So, um, and I think that you know that's that's important. Yeah, what you were saying is really important. And like I I think that is important to stress, especially to the brothers and sisters, that you know if you have experienced sexual trauma um, in any way, shape, or form, man or woman, it doesn't because you know men and women experience sexual trauma. Uh, If you have experienced Mm -hmm. sexual trauma, Mm -hmm. like seek out a professor and seek out somebody who do this work, you know. Um, there's lots of different people, like like you said, from therapists and counselors um, to shamans to uh, uh, energy yeah. workers. Like, there's lots of different people mm-hmm. out there who focus on this kind of work. And, you know, a lot of people, especially our brothers and sisters, have hang-ups maybe on seeing, like, a, a therapist or a counselor. But, you know, it's not – you know, there's you don't have to necessarily go to a psychiatrist. Like there's people who deal specifically you with don't. trauma. There's counselors and therapists Absolutely. who deal with trauma, overcoming trauma, and that they're not psychiatrists. So it's not like you're crazy, right? Mm-hmm. You're learning to cope with and to deal with 
this experience that you had in your life. And uh, I guarantee you uh, that, you know, that can help heal, help you heal, help you overcome uh, your situation, whatever it is that you're feeling. Um, and it's okay. Like, I think that's, that it's okay. I just want to let people know that it's okay to seek help for anything that you're dealing with internally um, because if you've been dealing with it for years and, you know, it's not, it, it's not going anywhere, it's not, you're not feeling any better about it, then, you know, you, need, you probably want to seek some help. You know, you probably want to seek some help. Uh, and I guarantee you, wherever you're at in any city, there's people who deal with trauma, who, who deal with energy work, who deal with something. I guarantee you there's somebody, there's a group of people, there's people there that can help you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be in your city. Like, you know, you can contact, you know, somebody like that or anybody, right? Hello, like nowadays know, with guess. technology, you know, <laughs> uh, with, with technology nowadays, you can contact people across the world who still specialize in, in, in these things. And so just seek help, you know, uh, seek help so you can always get better. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, I, I wanted to throw this out here. I'm so sorry. Um, it, it, here's another reason why it's so important to get help. Um, I have someone or remember this person had a traumatic issue with her. She she was traumatically um, just damaged because of what she'd been through when she was younger. And she did not get any help. She didn't get any help. It was a few people that she told the story to, but she didn't tell it to many she didn't tell it to her parents or adult or someone who she should have told it to. And what ended up happening to her could not have children until she dealt with it. She got pregnant after she started dealing with different mm-hmm. issues pertaining to that particular um, incident in her life. Mm-hmm. And it was so beautiful because a lot of times, we, like I said, it's deeply rooted and it starts to impact us physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and mentally, I'm telling y'all. And I will listen. Let me share this with you real quick, and then we're gonna we're gonna end up getting out of here. Um, I know a lot of you know that I'm I'm physically blind in one eye, and I've shared my illness where I've I've had a stroke twice, and it's been through different traumas in my life that at first I had not paid attention to. So when at a young age in my early twenties, I started to experience a stroke, Bell's palsy, another stroke, and then the loss of my my sight of my eye in my 30s. And it was because I had not paid attention because they say, you know, I'm like, I go to the doctors all the time. I'm I'm always doing this. What is wrong? You know, and when Mm -hmm. I started going to different programs, and this wasn't a a psychiatrist or anybody. This This was a life coach. This was my mentor, actually. And feel the relief. I started to be emotionally, like, cleansed because there were things that I started to face. A lot of times we, we will put ourselves in that peace where we're burying it and we try to let go in that way. And when things start to fall apart or happen in our life or we start to go through the struggle or some health issues and we're trying to figure out what is going on, Nine times out of ten, it's something that has stressed you out to the point that it has affected your health or it has affected you emotionally or physically in other relationships. You have to get healed. You have to get yourself healed. And so I say if you're an adult 
and you've been through this years and years ago, it's still not too late. You can't be like, you know what, that happened at this time. If there's no forgiveness, if there's no healing, there's no room for movement. So we have to go through the cleanse. So I just wanted to throw that out there to you, and I wanted to share that with you. Brother James, before we get out of the building, that was my closing. Do you have a closing before we get out of here? Nah, I shared everything you just said, man. And, um, you know, hey, uh, you know, when it comes to trauma, like you said, uh, seek help, get better, and uh, communicate, people. Communicate so we can prevent bad things from happening. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're getting ready to get out of here before we do, Brother James. As always, when you do the honors of letting people know where they can find you at. Hey, I'm going to be right here every Thursday night on the Ride of Talk Radio with my sister Jade. Uh, talking about all these juicy topics. Uh, and, you know, uh, my life's mission is always to tell people and to help people realize the fact that, you know, uh, everything starts with thought. Uh, and as long as you realize and know that everything starts with thought, then anything is possible. Peace. Anything is possible. I love that. I always love when he says that because that is your inspiration for the evening, okay? We're getting ready to get out of here. So remember, as Brother James said, we're going to be here every Thursday night. So check us out next Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern for some more um, erotic talk and entertainment, although this was not really erotic, but it was uh, fulfilling. And we're going to have fulfilling conversations as well next week. So join us there. You can also check me out at um, sacredwombhealing.com. You can check me out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Sacred Womb Healing. I'm on Twitter and on um, Instagram as Womb Goddess69. Womb Goddess With that being said, check me out um, and let me know if you want to talk about anything, dealing with any trauma or anything that you want to discuss so we can do some womb healing. Um, so, as I always say, ladies and gentlemen, you know what? You can live life sexy, erotic, and seductive. And even though those words are recognized by many as a sexual form of expression, you don't have to have sexy on. And remember, if you feel like you're getting ready to be forced or you feel like there's some pressure there, please walk away. So be safe, have fun, and explore your passions and desires. With that being said, have a nice one. Have Enjoy your week and your weekend. We are out of here. I'm going to go ahead and play that Kim now. I'm going to see if I can play it, y'all. Good night. All right. Peace. I'm sitting here in my bed. I've been thinking about Everything that's been said I realize What's at stake From the moment I met you I just ain't been the same I need you Here in my life And we both know That's a hard thing to find Girl, I'm a good man And you're a good woman There's so much more I want to discover Baby If it's love It lasts a lifetime Deep in my heart
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.